Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 201. I kept 200 very low-key, Matt. <laughs> I was at a baseball game and I was like, eh, I'll just tweet out this out and I'm not tagging anybody. It's, it's fine. It's all good. It's all good. How you been? <laughs> at this point, if you don't know that we're on Sundays, and it's going to be on SoundCloud and you can find it on podcast through Visionaries Global Media. Uh, at that point, it's probably a little bit late. So I was like, eh, it's fine. It's all good. You you at that buddy? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I, I, I could have done it. I could have waited till I got home, I guess, and then done it then. I was like, nice. I normally put something out in the afternoon, so I was like, I will I'll just put it out at that normal. I'll put it out at that normal time. So it's good. How you been, buddy? I'm still on holiday, so I haven't done Yeah, it. I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> um I've not been. Um I I've been using that manual leave up so uh, in recent like months so so. Um I've been like booking my weekends off, sort of thing. You know, spend time with Chris, do little mm-hmm. things here and there. Didn't this week, so Saturday through to today, recording on Friday. Um, uh, I've just done seven days in a row for the first time in a while, and it, 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 I'm feeling it a little bit. Not least because we're in the biggest heat wave to ever hit United Kingdom at the moment. Coupled with that, I'm doing my million step challenge, obviously. And last night, I played football for the first time in ten years. Huh. I was going to ask about that step challenge. I've not heard you mention it, really. I've not seen you really post about it, so I was kind of... I, um, I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been popping it on, me, uh, on the page and everything, to be fair, so but I need to be sharing it more. You're right, for sure. Okay. Uh, so at, at, just for context, um, I'm doing the uh, million, step, million Steps in three months for, uh, for Diabetes UK, and um, I'm, do, I'm actually doing... I'm I'm doing okay, I think, Graham. Um, my current total before today's steps, because I've got walk and still do, currently standing at uh, 126,294. So we're 14th day into July, so you're doing less than 10,000 steps a day so far. Unfortunately, I had a couple of days where it wasn't quite as high, Graham. Yes, I'll admit that. But tomorrow, or yesterday, as this is going out, I'm doing part run for the first oh. time. Okay, well, I should get a few. So, so that will that will help that will help bring it back up a little bit more as well. So that's, that's all good, and it's all good cause as well. Don't I mean me and Chris have got a team going, so you know if you if you want to raise some help us raise a bit of money for Diabetes UK guys, we appreciate it. Uh, I will send Graham the link to the team page and then you guys if you want to. Please do. I'll make sure it gets great, out for a great great cause for a great mm-hmm. great cause. Um, yeah, so. I'm, I'm aching in places that no places, Graham, after being in goal last night, but I was brilliant in goal last night. <laughs> I was saving shots left, right, and centre. Granted, it was, it was seven aside goals, but even so, Graham, I was doing well. I filled that goal. Watch out, Jordan Pickford. What was that, Lewis? My team still won 6-1. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping everybody else heard that because I heard it perfectly. Yes, if you heard it, they would have heard it, yes. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. <laughs> I got 15. Yes, you've won this player for us, yes. 
We had a six-a-side and a seven-a-side game, and they still won six. Uh, yeah, it was a seven-a-side goal, and it was a five-a-side game. Gotcha, gotcha. I got 15 days until I get back to my year of doing steps. I, I've, I've kind of changed my attitude to it a little bit. I used to be like, I got to do 10,000 every day. Now it's like, I don't care. As long as I average 10,000, mm. it doesn't matter. So if I have a day when it's seven, I'm like, that's fine. I have had days when I've done 20,000 as well. So it, I, I'm still averaging 10,000 easily. So it's like, eh, it's not such a big stress. But then we've had a lot of rain this summer. I don't know what it is. It's like, it kind of seems like the British and American summers have switched. We've had a lot of days when we've had rain and violent mm. thunderstorms as well. In fact, it even made the BBC News, um, Virginia floods. Yeah, I saw it I saw first that, on yeah. before I saw it in um, in America. And I was like, oh, that's my home state. Mm. <laughs> I my adopted state. I was like, oh, shoot. Mm. Didn't even realise. So, mm. I mean, I mean, the weather in general has been absolutely mental, Graham. I mean, I mean weather for, for context, but normally they've had, they've had a World Cup in... Um, in, in men's football would be happy about, well, to be out finishing. Um, it's been postponed to um, winter, bastard winter, because of the because uh, of the heat over in Doha, uh, in, in Qatar, where? obviously Doha in Qatar. Oh, is that the capital of Qatar? Doha, Doha, Doha is in Qatar, yeah. I thought that was a strange pronunciation of Qatar to begin with. I think I've heard people say Qatar over here as well. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just wanted to... Yeah, that, yeah. let's not get started pronunciations of things, Graham, because I could be, there, I could remember, remember, <laughs> be here all day. Indeed. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's, it's like 43 degrees centigrade over there, Graham. What's that in church? What's that in American... Um, I did see on Facebook, it's like Europeans complaining because it's 40 degrees and Americans are like, huh, so what? <laughs> um, it would be over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. For sure. Exactly. That's, 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 that is unbelievable. Really Graham, in Paris on Monday, it's going to be hotter than Doha. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That is something I never thought I would see. Wow. And is they it, probably it, don't it, have air conditioning either. No, and not on that scale anyway. Not on that scale. No, it's going to be. They actually put out in the UK a red extreme weather warning, which has never been put out. Risk of loss of life. Mm. Did you hear I, I remember the day that I flew out to America. I think it was my first time when I was coming to North Carolina. Uh, it was the first time um, England had hit triple digits in temperature for, for Fahrenheit, anyway. Uh, it was the first time London had hit 100. So, um, yeah, it's it seems to be happening more and more frequently. So, yeah, there's well, something to that global warming after all. Well, you say that, Graham. It's not all that. There is something to it, but from what I can tell, global warming accounts for 1.1 um, degree centigrade rise in the last 20 years. Um, it's not health matters, obviously, but it's not, it doesn't account for all of it. They can't for some of it without question. But if it can't, I think the more I think the, the worry is if it continues at that rate, though, <laughs> it um, increases one degree every 20 years for the next whatever number of years, and that's a big problem. And that will definitely help melt the ice caps, etc. etc. Yeah, indeed. But let's not get into that. We're still ice age because we've got ice caps in the first place, Graham. There's a science discussion here you have not got time for, okay? Because <laughs> me and my sister have discussed this at length, and we agree, by the way. That's another point. It, it just makes, takes, Chase makes a change to talk politics and not talk COVID. <laughs> it's a little bit, that, that does, doesn't it? Um, talking about the temperature, by the way, um, the record in the UK was set in 2019, which was 
degrees centigrade in Cambridge. That's going to be obliterated on Monday. So much so that we actually had a letter, we had an email from our CEO saying if we don't want to wear our, um, for comfort, if we want to wear our own clothing regarding our shirts on, on Monday and Tuesday, we can do. Hmm. Can't wear shorts, but we can wear our own clothing. I'm like, dude, I've worked 20 years to get this fucking chef jacket. I'll melt before I take it off. <laughs> on a positive note, you won't have to heat the preheat the oven or anything. It'll be already at temperature. Oh, God. God, people, people, people are complaining about their office being warm when they've got air conditioning in it. Uh, I'm like, like motherfucker, come oh, to my kitchen. Wow, we're over 200 and you just don't care anymore. I do not give a damn. It's been that sort of week, Grant. Okay, <laughs> is, this, is this any, uh, I just noticed, and I'm, I'm probably going to spoil somebody's moment, but hey, it's definitely getting it mentioned in fan cops. Is this if having I, a my main good cop moment, we're going to get to it. I think maybe <laughs> you should get to right now. What a perfect segue. All right, uh, no guests again. So, Matt, you can go first. Ah, right. Graham, we've, we've, we've talked at length, um, both on air and off air, over the last four years, about how much people seem to hark for a generation when wrestling was more chaotic, uh, when wrestling had hardcore matches, when you had intergender wrestling, which we obviously are big fans of, obviously. I've obviously I've championed Uno Tricks to death over here in the UK, and obviously Jordan Grace in America. Obviously, I've been able to see her in person. And you've obviously seen other um, female talent. I'm surprised you've never mentioned that before. Well, meeting Jordan Grace. I'm deferring to watching her intergender wrestling, Graham. Okay, please. Oh, try, okay, this may be a serious sort of point. Okay, and the fact that the 24-7 championship is a shell of what it could have been. Everyone was hoping for a hardcore championship. Apparently, people, it's going to be possibility, maybe. Who knows? Maybe that 24-7 championship might actually result in someone actually doing something other than a roll-up for the fucking pinfall every time. Oh, my God. All right, there's a lot of F-bottom. We're only, we're only a few minutes in. That's already like three or four. I, I, like, they're I've, not getting I've, edited out. But I've, had a, I've had a very, very, very stressful one. And I'm, I'm, running, I'm running on Lilton Sugar at the moment. So the, um, the fact is, is that USA Network have basically put out a press thing saying that... Uh, WWE Raw is moving to a TV 14 rating. This is huge, obviously, because the PG rating was there for a long time. In fact, the PG rating was there in the in the, um, the original WrestleMania era, WrestleMania 1 right through to the Attitude Era. It was PG the whole way sort of thing. No blood, nothing like that sort of thing. There is some concerns about it, obviously. I mean... How far is too far? You know, you, you push the envelope so, so far. You can't push it so far. We're in back of the Katie Vick sort of scenario. <laughs> or we don't. We don't want Edison passwords. Or and we don't want these steel chair shots to the head. Obvious reasons, but uh, but we know so much more now. I mean, 
certain things can add a really good bit of storyline to it. If you can, I mean, like when you have, for example, Kofi Kingston had his rivalry with Samoa Joe, for example, when he had the WWE Championship, uh, Kofi stuck his finger up at Samoa Joe and it was, the crowd lost their minds for it. And of course it was cut out of all footage afterwards. But it really worked at the time. And if it's used in the right context at the right moment, certain things which were present in the Attitude Era nowadays could still work. I mean, we're crying out into wrestling. When Charlotte Flair comes back, I want to see her competing for, for predominantly male championships. If she's that good a wrestler, why not? We've said before, Graham, Intercontinental Champion um, would be a great shout for her. Probably not taking it off of um, off of um, Gunter. That's probably not probably not the, the rivalry for her. But I wouldn't mind seeing uh, go up against other people. Why not? They retired the women's tag team championships quite quietly. So why not? Why not a mixed tag team winning winning those championships? For for example, I thought they were just vacated. They've been retired. They have quite, according to a source on one of the, on some of the sheets, they um, they have stopped mentioning them at all, and uh, they the I believe they're actually not able to be clicked on on the uh, on the current championships on the WWE's main page. Uh, I'm not sure how true that is, so if I'm talking at my ass, uh, I do apologise about that. Okay, fair enough. But 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 yeah, I. I will say there is a slight bad cop moment about this. And that's Go ahead, steal that... my thunder. What? what Go what ahead, steal my thunder. Well, the fact that it it turned out it's not going to be tomorrow tomorrow that comes out, Graham, anymore. So it was originally going to be Monday coming up, which obviously is Monday tomorrow. And apparently now it's not. No, it's not. According to a number press release, uh, they were getting ahead of themselves. It's the team, the date has not been confirmed, oh. but, it is, but it is happening. Oh, I was, I, I guess I must, I, I am very guilty of speed reading, but my impression was from reading everything that it was starting Monday. Well, that, that's what everyone thought. But yeah. Apparently, okay. that was apparently, apparently, uh, people, the person who put the thing out originally just got ahead of themselves a little bit. Okay, fair enough. I'm not sure if that's true either. I'm hearing that from Dirt Sheets as well, sure. but to be fair. I can only report what I hear and what I see. So I've had two conflicting stories there. The one thing that is, is constant is it's happening. All right. I, go on. I was going to be very spiteful. I, I figured it was going to be your good cop moment. I was deliberately going to put it as my bad cop moment. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to. I'll, I'll just address it afterwards. I'm, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that amazing, to be honest. Um, PG is only 14. Like, we're not talking R-rated or anything. Um, so what major differences do we think is going to happen from PG to 14? Like, you talked about somebody showing a finger. Like, ooh, that's not suddenly going to get massive amounts of people watching wrestling again. Um, they're not going to be doing chair shots to the head or anything like that. I don't think it's going to be that different, to be honest. Um, I am kind of surprised it happened as well because of the original reason for keeping the PG was um, the advertisers. They didn't want to see blood. They don't want to see... Uh, Violence. They don't want to see men hitting women. Um, all those sort of things that are being talked about. So I don't think that, that I would, if it would have suddenly gone to R-rated, then it might have got my attention a little bit more. But 14, I know it's PG and not PG-13, but is there really that much of a difference between PG and PG-13? It's, it's kind of close-ish. Like, like, 
PG thirteen and TV forty are two different things. 14 I, I understand, but in terms, of, in terms of recommendations for age, I can't imagine anything that Mason watched that was PG thirteen. And if there was something that was fourteen, I'd go, no, 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 you're not watching fourteen yet until you're fourteen. He is now, but at the time, I just. I don't know. That's it doesn't it. seem that big of a deal. And also, it doesn't seem that big of a deal anyway. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and I could be wrong on this. Isn't AEW 14? Uh, AEW, I believe, is TV 14, yes. So when I'm watching that, I'm not suddenly like, ooh, I'm watching four. I'm watching like, uh, like I just don't get that feeling. So uh, it's well, more the quality of the wrestling than the, sure. the age thing as well. So I don't think but it's that big of a deal. Person. To answer your question, Graham, on that side of things, do you watch more AEW and WWE? The answer is yes. I do. You do. Yes. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that but having that TV, but the thing is, with the TV 14 rating they've got on AEW, they can do things like their blood and guts and stuff on then on their non-pay-a-few products and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they're able to do that sort of thing. I'm not saying that you have it every week, sort of thing, but by giving them that thing, by giving them like we're taking oh, so they're away. copying AEW then now, is that? Well, well, one could argue that AEW is copying the Attitude Era. One could argue that, Graham, as well. So, to be fair, reverting to type and offering the offering the option of a more mature product, Graham, I don't got a problem with that. So they want to be more like AEW. Interesting. Or one AEW is more like WWE Attitude Era. One could argue that as well, Graham. So, stop trying to. Uh, Wind me up, Graham, because as I noted when whilst I was listening to the Good Cop, Bad Cop baseball podcast, Eek. I listened to the whole damn <laughs> I know thing. you listened, but I was like, oh, this is kind of a long one. He might not get a chance to listen before we record. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Your devil's advocate's going to be fun, Graham. <laughs> put it that, let me put it that way, okay? Oh, that'll be something to look forward to. It will. Um, my devil's advocate for you, I actually have lots. Um, one of them was going to be um, WWE and it should definitely change their rating from PG, but it should be to G rather than to uh, PG. You just missed Saturday Morning Slam. I, I, exactly. I know. Saturday Morning Slam was, I was like, that's so much fun. <laughs> I love that. It, it was good fun to watch. And I, I watched a bit of a YouTube. I sent you a link for some and it, some it was on there, but not it all reminded, of it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. I was like, oh no, because I was trying to find them all and then I couldn't find many. And then I remembered, I was like, oh, shoot, Matt sent me it. I was going to ask you today about that because, yeah, I would definitely like to go back and watch some more. They were fun. I really enjoyed watching them. They were goofy. Um, that was it. It was fun. It was entertainment. And that's. I will happily find you. Uh, I'll happily find that for you at any point, Graham. All sure. right. What is your main good comment? I'm getting it's now, not that then. I don't, as we know, we don't normally talk about these ahead of time. And we you normally reserve pick, something. Though. We normally pick different things. But for this one, I said, I want to reserve this. I wasn't even sure if you would see it. Um, and I figured yeah. you understood why I wanted to reserve it. Oh, oh, so, actually, guys, settle, settle in, settle down, get your popcorn ready and, and a nice warm mug of cocoa because this one <laughs> is a nice heartwarming story. 
Well, I'm going to I'm going to build it up a little bit more than that, because um, actually I saw a few things that were it was actually going to go in a speed check to begin with. And then I started to notice that there was a bit of a theme here. And I was like, oh, well, this could easily be a main good cop moment. So I'm going to take you back, Matt, to uh, September 2017. So nearly five years ago, the yes. first independent wrestling event that I went to Nova Pro talked about it many times. Yes, and um, a lot of people who were on that card suddenly I noticed were appearing this week. So um, I'm going to start with uh, Sage Phillips. Um, he defeated Donovan Danhausen at that particular event. Um, saw an awesome match with him this week against Sugar D um, at NPW on IWTV. I haven't seen Sage Phillips in way, way too long. I think he mainly wrestles up in Indiana now, which is why I don't get a chance to see him. Great to see him. Always good to see Sugar D, who was also at Nova Pro multiple times. Uh, Faye Jackson defeated Sahara Seven. I saw Jay Lee Photography post some great pictures with a photo shoot they did with Faye in the last few days. Uh, Mia Yim defeated Angelus Lane. Now, this is from last week's Impact. Um, Mia Yim actually defeated another Nova Pro person, uh, Diana Perazzo, to be the number one contender for the Impact Knockouts title. And I haven't had a chance to watch this, this week's uh, Impact. Actually, I watched half of it. Um, I think, I'm not sure when she faces Jordan Grace for the title, but obviously there's another connection with Nova Pro. Speaking of the aforementioned Jordan Grace, uh, she defeated Ali Cat at that one. Now, Matt, you talked about some of the things that she'd mentioned last week in regards to Chris Benoit. Uh, she actually came out and apologized, saying that she perhaps went a little too far, far, didn't think of some of the things that she'd said, and she actually donated 5000 towards the Concussion Legacy Foundation uh, to help wrestlers. So good on her for doing that. Uh, Logan Easton LaRoe, who lost to Eric Royal in the match of the year at Nova Pro. Uh, he appeared on AEW Dark for the second time this year. And um, so there was a lot of people. Now, the main three people, Matt, who impressed me the most at Nova Pro, because I talk about these a lot. Uh, one of them was Tim Donst. Uh, he beat John Kerman. And I had to look for this. <laughs> I had to look to try and find something for Tim Donst, because his name hadn't come up this week. Um, he does an excellent... Uh, public service announcement video on youtube on july 4th called eating right um, it looks like it's from a few years ago but it's absolutely hilarious go check out tim donst's uh, youtube page uh sanjay dutt the first person i met who i was that little kid again matt <laughs> i was so i was like oh my god it's sanjay dutt i know uh, well, um, did you see who that was mason Oh, uh, and he, the nicest person, the first wrestler we got to talk to, bought a shirt straight away, bought an autograph. Uh, he told us about his kid, who was Mason's age as well. Um, always good. Uh, he was on AEW. Oh, shoot. Um, I forgot what the name of the podcast is called. Uh, I thought I'd written it down. Let me have a look. Uh, AEW Unrestricted. That was right. So he was on there. Um, he did say he won't be wrestling again, uh, but we don't need Sanjay Dutt to wrestle. Uh, he can just be on the side of the ring. He can be that manager role. He can do the plotting. He can do the writing. Um, he can do so many different things. He doesn't need to be in the ring to be an awesome asset to AEW. But the main one, the main reason this isn't a good cop moment for the week is um, the first people who really got our attention, who we didn't know. Obviously, Sanjay Dutt, we knew from Impact. A tag team that came out who were very loud, started quacking, um, all brightly colored. And we're like, oh my God, who are these guys? And they're high flying, the Ugly Ducklings. The Ugly Ducklings, are, <laughs> I still list them as my favorite tag team because they're so much fun to watch. And they haven't really been a group for about 18 months. And the reason they haven't been a group for 18 months is unfortunately, Lance has cancer. Oh, sorry, I should say had cancer, which is probably going to tell you why this is the good cop moment, uh, has been battling cancer, has been going through radiation, been going through all sorts of different things at the hospital. 
And the announcement from Rob of the Ugly Ducklings this week is the Ugly Ducklings are going to be back. Now, the match that they're going to have, ironically, is in a town that I actually stayed at um, about two weeks ago, Matt. On our trip down to North Carolina, we stopped at Lexington, North Carolina. And lo and behold, <laughs> where is this event? Lexington, North Carolina. So I know how far it is down there. It's about four hours. It's probably a little bit more than four hours. It's probably going to be a little too far for me to go, unfortunately. Um, but just the fact that those guys are back in the ring again, wrestling as a team, the fact that Lance's health and the fact that he's recovered obviously is awesome. Uh, the full tweet, Lance is back. Come see at three mother duckers together for the first time in 17 months since Lance was diagnosed with and beat cancer. Hashtag ducks fly together, hashtag ugly ducklings, etc., etc. And I should give the group a name as well. Elevation Pro Wrestling uh, from July 12th. Subject cards, subject change for the best. Subjects change for the best. So I'm guessing this wasn't originally planned. So and once they got the announcement, hey, Lance is available. I guess they went with this. Welcome back, Lance. Match announcement. Viva Las Amish, who were very entertaining as well. Versus the Ugly Ducklings, August 13th at Bull City Ciderworks, Lexington, North Carolina. Looks like doors open at six and uh, the wrestling starts at seven. It wasn't even sure if Lance would ever wrestle again. Um, there was a very emotional, I remember talking about it on one of the Good Cop, Bad Cop episodes. Uh, when he was in the ring, he knew that he couldn't wrestle anymore for a while. He said he had to leave for a little bit and it very emotional. It's so good to see those guys back. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, I'm hoping it's on IWTV. I'm hoping it's on Title Match Network, on YouTube. I'm hoping it's on something. It's so good to hear those guys are all going to be back together again this week. Oh, next month, it, sorry. So it's just Robin Lance or? Um, as Coach Mikey as well, as far as I know. He's been kind of, kind of taking a bit of a back, uh, bit of a backstand as well. But I, my, my assumption was that Mikey was in there. I might be wrong on that. He has been definitely not been involved as much recently for sure. Well, that uh, what? Well, what? Well, how can you say anything about, about a great cop moment, yeah, Graham? That's, I mean, putting the fact they're back in the ring together to one side. Lance Lude, oh, when I interviewed them, Graham at Capital Pro Wrestling, uh, they went out of their way to um, to interview to be interviewed by me. Still, one of my favourite things. I remember very vividly saying, like. I'm, I really appreciate this. I'm really nervous. And it was loud. You said, like, we're just people, man. We're just people, River. I'm like, wow. And they were amazing. They were just amazing. And everything from when the first time I, I got that hug of Coach Mikey beforehand, yeah. very sweaty hug of Coach Mikey, <laughs> to seeing the launch pad McQuack. Um, in the in the ring, and then seeing uh, um, Grandma Duck um, with her cane uh, out of Brit. Oh, some some of these things were amazing, and it's what wrestling is all about. I'm going to throw a few more good things in that they Please did. Do. Um, partly one that you helped to arrange. Um, we we talked about we were going to do Dennis Farrell's idea on Show 200. We didn't quite get around to it. They did the MGB PG version, which was uh, Duck or Wrestler. Uh, they were either Anaheim Ducks or they were wrestlers. That was a really fun thing to do with them. Um, I know I can't remember which birthday it was, but I know one for Jackson for his birthday. They recorded like a message. This is way before Cameo or anything like that. They were just like, oh, we'll record a message for him. Here, set the camera. <laughs> so I start recording and then Eric Royal comes in the background and they're... And they, it, they just, well, they just it, must way way it must have been his fifth grade. It must have been his fifth because of COVID. 
Uh, it might have been before that. I have a feeling it was before that. It was re- it was at Nova Pro. It was a long time ago. Mm, um, how old are you now? Seven, eight. Ben Perhaps 15, it was at yeah. twenty nineteen. Perhaps it, it actually ben. it must have been. It must have been February mm. twenty nineteen. So um, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. five. Yeah. You got one over me on math. <laughs> that I know that's making the Christmas crackers. I am, I am, but I am bottling that one up. Now, that's not a cracker going for Graham, but I'm bottling that one up because uh, it's not often like a match right in front of you. Uh huh. Oh, unfortunately, then if you heard a uh, <laughs> good cop, bad cop baseball, uh, you might have known that perhaps we're not so quite so strict on the uh, speed check moment. But um, oh, let me get my clock ready for you. So I know that you wouldn't want to go over ninety seconds. I know that you won't want to uh, abuse that in any way at all. I do feel I'm going to be under ninety seconds here, Graham. Oh, I've got one okay. Thing, I've got one thing I want to talk about. It is up to ninety seconds. So whenever you're ready, go ahead. I want to take you, Graham, to this past Wednesday night on AEW for Fighter Fest. Okay. One of the best TNT title matches I have ever seen. Mm. And we all know how good Wardlow is. We all know how good in the ring he is. He is going to be a star, yeah. for sure. They're going to put that rocket on his back and he's going to shoot him to the moon. He'll be AEW World Champion. No question about it. But he also put not only need, not really need to, but my God, did he put Orange Cassidy over as his challenger as well? Orange Cassidy, we we know how good that guy is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Orange was this close to winning that TNT Championship. As far as I was concerned, the selling from both sides, brilliant. I was extremely, extremely happy, man. Um, yeah, it, it had everything for me. It had close finishes. It had the, some would say, inevitable finish. But my God, Wardlow, Orange Cassidy, chef's kiss. I don't give that out to just anybody. I saw on my uh, Facebook feed that on this day feature, it was uh, three years ago this week that Satsuma Cassidy uh, got to meet Orange Cassidy. <laughs> so I got to relive those pictures and little video clips. And uh, Always good, that is. A smile to my face. Always good, that is. I mean, little Satsuma Cassidy. I mean, I'm pretty... I wonder what he was thinking when he saw, when he saw that. He wasn't the first... Per- Jackson certainly wasn't the first person to do that. I'd yeah, seen I other kids do but that. But I wonder what he must have thought, though, because it was... Because he's a megastar now. Yeah. Yeah. But we obviously knew of Orange Cassidy before he was a megastar. Yeah. I mean, he was still a, he was still well-known, obviously, on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it must be something when you see someone dressed up as you. It must give you a little kick. Like... I think we were kind of late on it as well, because I think some people the previous Halloween had actually dressed up as him as well. So it was just something that the kids gravitated to him. And why not? Like, it was such a fun wrestling style. It was goofy. It was mm. silly. It totally appealed to young kids. Mm, but um, as actually he... appeared to this very much older kid as well. But, but yeah. as he proved in this match of Wardlow, he can wrestle as well. Oh, we knew this wrestle. as well. We of knew course. that. Yeah. Um, but today he appeals to everybody. My brother sent me a video of him once, that, that infant match where he fell asleep in the middle of a match and then rolled over out of the cover sort of thing. Uh-huh. Like, have you seen this guy? I'm like, yes, James. 
Yep. Went yeah. all the way to America to watch him. I watched him. He had his own show in America. Yeah, he'd, this guy is going to be the next big thing. And of all, right. the, of all the things that could have replaced that Nova Pro show, because that looked like, oh my God, that was originally one of the centerpieces of the. Uh, we, the we, fold, we molded the whole thing around the Nova Pro show. Yeah. When Nova Pro folded, um, <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, what are we going to do, sort of? What are they going to do, sort of thing? And. Orange Cassidy was well, he was doing something or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and it was brilliant. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, good times, good times. All right, let me see. What about what you, I Graham? Got. I got a couple of things I was going to talk about. Let me. Um, oh yeah, um, I want to talk a bit about AEW Dark. I seem to be the only person who's really positive about it. Uh, this week, I think it's different from what they normally do. I just happen to randomly watch it. Um, we know that they're famous for five-minute matches, and the talent wins, and the local talent gets appearance, but they ultimately lose. Um, not quite so this week. Bookended at the start, uh, Mayu Yamashita defeated Thunder Rosa at TJPW Summer Sun Princess 22, so she actually gets a title shot now. And at the very end, AEW All-Atlantic title, Hack uh, defeated Shota and Muno, I hope I pronounced that correct, in nearly 20 minutes at RevPro in Sheffield. So, yeah, I, I really like that they're showing the, those matches where they're taking the title around the world and you're getting to see longer matches. Um, but often you can't fit those on Rampage or on Dynamite. So great to see that. Um, the 2021 IWTV Independent Wrestling Match of the Year is now available for free on IWTV's YouTube page. Uh, I was actually there. I didn't actually like the match. Well, I liked the first 30 minutes of it, but the one-hour draw between Wheeler Utah and Daniel Garcia. Uh, since that time, Garcia was named 2021 IWTV Independent Wrestler of the Year. I didn't know that. Uh, Utah won the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. And both members have since appeared on AEW quite regularly, yep. And on July 23rd, uh, Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor event, they're going to meet again. Ooh, that looks interesting. Uh, Willow Nightingale also appeared on AEW Dark, and Josh Alexander opened to tag title with Jordan Grace. I think that could be good. Just inside a minute. I had a the few obligatory. little ones. I had a few the little ones at the end if I had time. The obligatory showing of a picture of me holding beautiful... <laughs> I thought we said you weren't going to do that anymore. <laughs> you I, couldn't resist yourself. To be fair, Graham, he was a different character back then. He was a very different character. Yeah, very different character. Uh, speaking of very different characters as well, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of... Uh, Jordan Grace posted the pictures of a two-year transformation. And no. uh, she's massively changed her uh, body shape. And um, I guess technically bad cop. Of course, you know what people are like on Twitter. Well, it was actually on Facebook. Some people are like making derogatory. I'm like, can you please just shut the beep up? I um, agree but- fully. I, I agree fully. But also, I'm, like, I'm feeling like you are aware she could literally kick huh. your ass. And I wish she would. I wish she had the ability. I wish she could physically do that. Oh, she has the. She has the. Oh, that's the that's the problem for it. They 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 are they, they, it's all of these people who've never seen daylight outside of their mother's basement. Yeah, um, I can say that as. Someone who would be classed as a D&D player. <laughs> I just thought of another person who's changed massively as well. Uh, Cabana Man Dan. <laughs> when mm. I saw some of my pic, I saw pictures of him. That came on my Facebook feed today from three years ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, Cabana Man Dan then, Cabana Man Dan now. It's like two totally different people. That's the evolution of wrestling. It's, it keeps, keeps changing. Great to see. All Indeed. Right. Shall we get on some bad cop moments then? Unfortunately. 
take it away. What is your main bad cop moment of the week? I need to, make, I need to, need to actually uh, make a quote here. Actually, oh, okay. I'm, I'm quoting somebody here. I'm going to quote someone, and as I'm going through, I'm going to pause and ask if you can tell me who you think is saying it, okay? Oh, okay. So, okay. You will, okay? There are expletives in this, Graham, so this is, this is just be Not stodgy okay? so far this episode. At least you... I'm, not, I'm not doing it for the sake of it. I'm just reading the quote is what I'm saying. Okay. Are you going to use the C word? It's not in here, as you know. Oh, okay. Just check. No, no. Things happen in a match. The fucking word I hate the most fans use is botched oh you botched that one shut your fucking mouth there's no such thing as a botch this is a live show mistakes happen why because we are human beings and we're live any clue yet graham um i saw this quote <laughs> um was it jericho yeah, yeah. it was indeed yeah right so that bit i fully i fully get and i'm 100 on board with him at this point it's the next part I'm not on board with that. But anyway, but anyway uh, I don't agree with people like, you fucked up. You fucked up. I don't like it when people do that. But the fact that it's the next part he says, which makes me think, yeah, you're wrong here. <clears throat> if it happens in a hockey game, the fans don't start charging you. So you fucked up. You fucked up. Have you been to a Premier League game? Mate? They do. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you've been to any sport in the UK, they will absolutely tear you to shreds. Okay, so just prove that you hockey, you, you, you fight on the pitch for one sake. Okay. But as I try to use it, you fucked up, you fucked up. If you go to a Broadway play and someone fumbles a line, people don't start trying you fucked up, you fucked up. Well, no. But in fairness, professional wrestling is a, a um is a fan interactive sport. You Correct. know? Okay. People start chanting, that's bullshit. It's fucking disrespectful. And wrestling fans walk the line of being disrespectful. Three Hall of Fame and people are booing the Bushwhackers for being in the Hall of Fame. Fuck you. So that to me is like, yeah, I love wrestling fans. If there were no fans, there would be no career of Chris Jericho. But you guys got to keep me in check sometimes and show some respect. I do agree with him on that side of things. You yeah. know, sometimes we've seen in general, the amount of disrespect shown by um, wrestling fans to wrestlers in general. I mean, we've seen that there's that very well-known picture of a man who's got a picture of Becky Lynch with his arms right round her sort of thing. It's so uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, done, loads of different women. I mean, I got Luna Tricks put her arms around me and I was like, are you, are you? I actually said, like, are you happy doing that? I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. I said that to her because, you know, I, I'm fully aware of that sort of thing. So, it's fine. It's cool. Like, she was loving, she was sweet. I think but it's different if the wrestler initiates it. That, maybe very... so. Maybe so. But I also don't, but I also know my place because technically speaking, because I now have a media credential, I have to think of me as a professional. I've been professional about these sorts of things. Because I can be in a bad light, Graham, sometimes. I've uh -huh. got to think about... I'm representing myself. I'm representing, you know, representing every every podcast I'm on, including my work podcast now. So I've got to be... I've got to be, I've got to think about everything like that all the time, sort of thing, plus being drilled into my course. I would think from knowing your upbringing, and I don't know your mother personally, but I, I can't imagine she would be somebody who 
encourage you to be gropey. No, no, of course not. Of course, I don't think that's something. Just, I think that's how you've grown up. I don't think that's something you've thought of in the last two, three years. No, of course not. But I also, but my mother did bring me up, make sure I showed respect to everyone all the time, and make sure ask if you were okay with these sorts of things. So Mm. I think she would have been. I think that that side of things, I, I was polite. I was like, are you, are you sure? And she was very nice about it, things like that. But that guy, for example, unbelievably hideous that was, and rightly shouted down for it in the habit sort of thing. Sometimes I think fans can be dicks. We've seen this on Twitter so many times. I mean, the guy, the, I'm guessing it's a guy who pretended to be Liv Morgan and con that person who was not of sound mind, I feel out of that money um he's a prick <laughs> that's a lot that's the polite i could have put that um lifting fans in general are for the most part awesome people i've met so many amazing wrestling fans uh, i'm gonna have a lot of amazing wrestling fans at my wedding some people some of them can't make it for one reason or another um i don't think it's a bad one there although i am quite well, I am wondering on how strong the bar bill is going to be with UTT Rob and with Dan Griffin both going to be there. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Eek. laughs> yeah, them two plus Mags <laughs> plus plus Saipal <laughs> plus my family. Uh, we're half Scottish, you know, we can fucking drink. <laughs> wow. Add to my, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be fun that something, but it's going to be a lot of, uh, of good wrestling fans there. I don't think that we're all good wrestling fans because we have a conscience and we actually, you know, we've we've seen this sort of stuff and said, that's not right. I've never chanted a wrestling match, you fucked up. I've never done that. Um, I bet you, I saw a CXW when... Uh, um, RKJ with the powerbomb, um, 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 Jackson Arrow through a table and the table moved as he landed on it. It shot out from underneath him, sort of thing. Mistakes happen, you know, it's not, it's, but it's, it's happens for the moment. There, there, there is no rehearsal, there is no opening night. It happens straight away, sort of thing, you know. I do agree with something what Joker said, but I also think Joker may be a bit out of touch by not thinking that people don't do it in other sporting areas. You know, because <laughs> it, it does happen. We've seen it first hand, Graham. You've been to, you've been to football matches. It definitely, but- it definitely happens at football matches. He got it wrong there. And it will happen in mm. sports as well. If somebody's a bad free throw shooter, they'll let you know about that. Happened uh, tennis. We, they- saw, we saw it, we saw it at tennis during Wimbledon just recently. During full Wimbledon, how fucking common do I sound? <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the F bomb all the time, quite quite common. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I saw it and I, I did think about it, and um, yeah, I was agreeing with the first part of what he said. I think people could generally be a lot more respectful to the wrestlers, but yeah, to say he's not done in other sports, but yeah, the the one with the theatre, that's not an equivalency because that's not an interactive participation thing. No one's gonna. Mm-hmm. No one's going to do that. And learning lines is a lot easier to do than put together a whole sequence of moves as well. If anything, you should be heckling the the people who are reading the lines because that's a lot easier to do, I would think, than it is to put a choreographed match together when there's another person interacting with you. But hey, that's neither that's neither here nor there. Now, I'm going to say that you might have actually said uh, you effed up. 
And I'm not going to say that I haven't said it in a match because I definitely have said it. But with everything, context is important. So, for example, and I don't know if this actually happened, but it's a situation I could imagine. The aforementioned Orange Cassidy, somebody decides to uh, slap him in the face and then he suddenly gets, you know, he's getting angry and he's going to... That's the case where it's like, oh, you effed up. <laughs> yeah, know? but as in context, that's a though. totally different. That's a totally different one uh, for that. But no, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever called out a bot. Not unironically, no. Correct. So I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. I want to make uh, mention that little uh, difference there as well. That's that's, that's right, right, Graham. Right now, I'm trying to ask you what your bang back moment is, Graham, because you are very good at finding the bad side of things. Okay. All right. Okay. I didn't. I wondered if you'd seen my notes or something for this week. I I, I just always get worried, Graham, because you seem to just be able to find bad stuff. All right. Well, we know that there's there's many different ways to build heat as a heel, right, Matt? You can uh, you could boo the crowd. You could flick somebody's hat off uh, if you're walking by. Uh, you could do like Elias did and wear a Manchester City shirt when you're in Liverpool. Um, you could, you could, you could, you could, you could say how bad Seattle, Washington, you, uh, you their, their do, basketball team is. Yeah, you can mention the teams. There's different ways you can generate heat. It, it, um, it's so easy sometimes, for sure. It is. It is. You can also go perhaps sometimes a little too far or a little closer than not. We've perhaps seen that they Christian Cage recently. Jesus Christ. Are you going to let me do my moment? Fuck. <laughs> you talk more than me in this moment so far. I'm trying Sorry. to paint a story here and you keep interrupting every two it's damn the words. sugar. Sorry. Bloody hell. Uh, MJF's comments to Brian Pillman Jr.'s family uh, in Cincinnati. Some of those were a little bit like, ooh, but it definitely builds up heel heat. Um, What's the right way to do it? I think a bit of a mix. Now, I actually found an example of, I think, what's the worst uh, heel heat generated, even more so than MJF this week. So this is why this is my bad cop moment. Now, this is actually a story that's been going on for um, over two years in the making. Originally, this was supposed to be uh, a match between Cabana Man Dan and Dan the Dad. All right, here's the tweet. Pizza Party Pro. Update, Katie Co- Kennedy Copeland has been super outspoken about her disgust for pineapple on pizza. It was only a matter of time before she pledged allegiance to the Anti-Pineapple Alliance. Tickets on sale next Monday. Whew. There's some way of generating heat, but to call out pineapple on pizza, Casey, uh, Kennedy, I keep getting your name wrong, I'm so upset. Kennedy Copeland, you've gone too far this time. I traveled all the way to New Jersey in August last year to go and see Pizza Party Pro. It's very possible I might do so again. I'm not sure who's supporting the po- the pro pineapple on pizza, but that's clearly the way to go. But Kennedy, you've gone too far this time. <laughs> I had to start seriously and you kept interrupting me. I'm like, you're ruining it. I'm trying to set this I'm up. So I'm so like, sorry. I know what's coming. I'm trying. <laughs> I had I'm nothing so for a bad cop moment at all until this morning. <laughs> You had to be very thin in recent time. Christian Cage's comments on AEW have been very close for knuckle time. Very close for knuckle time. Oh, I, I pieced the story together. I was like, how can I get to that? How can I get to my end story? And so, so your, your bad cop moment, Graham, is that someone doesn't like pineapple on pizza. Kennedy Copeland, if you're going to generate heat by saying that pineapple shouldn't be on pizza, that's too far. I'm not expecting you to agree with me. It's a light-hearted moment, Matt. You are fully aware, Graham, but you and me will never see eye to eye on that. 
I really wanted this. I did mention, I have, I'm going to say, Pizza Party Wrestling and I, we, we follow each other. I have mentioned the fact that, hey, this match should happen. It was supposed to it, The only reason it didn't happen was it was COVID. supposed to be WrestleMania during 2020. And obviously COVID canceled that. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I was, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, finally mm. they're going to have this uh, match. As, should pineapple belong on pizza? I can't wait for this. As match. soon as you mentioned Cabana Man Dad and Dan the Dad, it would click my head. I'm like, oh, the fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome! I can't wait. Really, it should be a good top moment. But I didn't. I don't have anything left. In, I, I'm not. There's no you way I'm. You said you had all your bad with, stuff ready. There's no way I'm replacing Lance <laughs> with pineapple on pizza match. But no so way. I had to twist it around. Um, yeah, Kennedy's been doing a few things uh, heel related. Let me see if I wrote. There was one more thing that she did. Did I actually write it down? Um. Uh, oh. I can't. I can't talk about it yet. I gotta save it. Now I know why. Spoiler alert! My devil's advocate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Fair enough, Graham. Fair enough. All right, speed check. <laughs> what you got for ninety seconds? Um. Right. Um. Graham, I'm gonna ask you a question, then then I'm gonna give some follow up after ask you the question. What do you think of Andrade? Uh, on AEW. Hmm. Uh, he's okay. It doesn't. It's not. Doesn't massively appeal to me. Hmm. People were saying how badly WWE messed him up, and you know how he wasn't being utilized properly, and how he wasn't being pushed properly, and all these, all these things like that. And that uh, they were happy he left with AEW. He's going to do really, really well. This was shared on Twitter this week by. Um, it was originally shared on Twitter on uh, Reddit, if and then. Tweeted out, you know, Reddit, Reddit's full of amazing places, which is uh, um, always full of good hardcore journalism. <clears throat> the quote is, seriously, how can you fuck up Andrade? This is the stat, and this is actually on from AW Rampage. <clears throat> Andrade El Idal, I can't even pronounce his name, Andrade, simple. <clears throat> Five TV single wins in 12 months. No pay-per-view wins in his, in his AW career. Over 100 days is his last win on Dynamite. And 100% and of feuds lost. Now, I think he's, he's perfectly serviceable, but people saying that he could do better than AW, he seems to be actually towing the, towing the line on the WWE personally. I believe he took time out as well for a little bit. I don't know how long, which like Charlotte did when they got married. Of um, I believe he was injured for a little while as well. But yeah, he certainly hasn't set the world on fire. I don't yeah. know argue with that. I think he's a perfectly good wrestler, but I, I don't think so he's too. anything special. I think in terms gr- of th- other people, if I was to rank my wrestlers, mm. I'm not having Andrade in my top half. I think he's a very good talent for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, do I think it's unutilized Nuri? Yes, I do. He was amazing in XT and he was based on main roster for sure. When he went to AEW, it would both be like his, his breakout moment. Same deal when um, for um, Sean Spears and now he's enjoying catering on a regular basis. Come, come at me. Come at me. Was the first person they brought across. You, you've got to build slowly. I, you use that as like the, you use that every time as the example. That That's not the case in point. They needed Sean Spears so they could build up and, Mm-hmm. I, I said, but, but the fact Mary is, is that Andrade is giving you the same sort of place now. And um, although I am pleased to say he's a slightly good cop, I should back up on me for not putting my good cop section. 
uh, obviously swerve in our glory as our tag team champions. So that is a good, that is a, that is a, the back bomb is not bringing it in my good cop moment section because it, uh-huh. it, it was good to see for sure. Yeah, I'm I think you gas. mentioned that um, Keith Lee hadn't done anything since he moved to AEW fairly recently. So, well, he he had had a few. It had been a little bit stop start for him a bit, but admittedly, it had been a bit stop start. And of course, he did cause inadvertently cause injury, which put Cat on the shelf for uh, for a few months. Uh, but things seem to be good again now. Accidents happen, obviously, in wrestling. And like that. But yeah, I got to admit, I would have thought Andrade would have. I just feel like he. Maybe he should have done more because he they're certainly, they're certainly pushing him as a big deal. I wonder as well when um, obviously when Jeff went to AEW, they obviously wanted to pair him up with Matt. That that was obvious, but Matt was already part of that group, so you had to take him away from that group. Uh, well, you didn't have to; you could have just thrown that whole group under the under the bus, I guess. But they got Andrade to step in to take over that group. I, I do wonder if he had some underlying injuries and couldn't wrestle because it did seem he was more of a bigger than a, a wrestler. So, the um, weird thing about it is, is that in hindsight, we were what, a month and a half after that happened, and Jeff sat a picture again. <laughs> yeah, I was say, who would want to be a promoter? Who would want to be? You never know what's going to happen. Injuries, external factors. There's, um, yeah, there's someone. This is the thing. Yep. yep. But you, Graham. All right. Let me see what I got. I don't think anything's going to top the uh, pizza party stuff. Um, I want to talk about Facebook. There was a couple of things. Um, one I actually shared with you earlier. Facebook, you've got to stop recommending friends for me. Uh, this week I had Shotzi Blackheart. I had MJF. Uh, I had Casey Navarro. I had Josh Woods amongst other people. It's like, come on. It's like, you may know these people. It's like, yes, I know them. It's, I, I, my Facebook was supposed to be wrestling free. That's why I had Twitter set up, but it didn't quite work that way. Um, also on Facebook from Lady Frost. I know it's annoying, but please take one minute to report this page pretend to be me yet again same stalker over one year of their abuse and loading fake followers and stealing my photos pretending to be me do not give them any money do not send them anything my twitter is verified at real lady frost you can dm me there as well if you need anything yeah the other page i think it's facebook.com slash lady frost official page it looks legit it looks legit but that's um worrying that worrying that for the things that you can get banned for on facebook you'd have thought impersonating somebody you would think that that would get dealt with in less than a year and this is a repeat offender as well somebody's obviously you talked about people scamming money yeah it sounds like a pretty this why this is not being stopped somebody posing as lady frost obviously offering to sell photographs sell whatever and hey send me the money and i'll send them to you and it's not lady frost at all so obvious bad cop moment there from social media this week. Absolute scum. Absolute scum. Um, see it, report it. Uh, as we saw with um, the, the fact, uh, quite a famous YouTuber this week, Graham, actually, um, who has lo-fi music. I don't know if you've heard of lo-fi music, have you? Um, not really, no. It's sort of like these like calming tunes and things which students have on YouTube. It's like on a 24-7 live stream. And okay. it, it, it was really popular during pandemic and things, studying and things. I listen to it to go to sleep sometimes. It's really quite chill and all this stuff. Like Someone put a fake copyright claim in against it, and they and YouTube shut down their, their account oh. for twelve hours before it was before they realised it had been a bogus claim. Okay, they have to YouTube have to re- have get have to reverse one and a half million account suspensions. A month. Mm. So, people, 
report ones which are clearly fake, but sometimes it's better to be safe than sorry. If in doubt, report it. But mm-hmm. but yeah, sometimes you yeah sometimes you get a bad one. Lady Frost did have a, a good post yesterday on Facebook. Post a picture of uh, me with you, and I'll tell you my recollections of the event and uh, where it was, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now we got quite a few with Lady Frost and Savage Gentlemen, so I sent a more obscure one from uh, Fury Pro Wrestling in Maryland. Unfortunately, they only had three events, but they were fantastic shows. Um, I think the crowd was only it was less than fifty. <laughs> it was very uh, intimate, um, but yeah, I don't know what their business model was, but it didn't last. And uh, she knew straight away. She's like, "Oh yeah, it's Fury Pro." And the picture, and she said, oh, this is an old picture. Now, it wasn't that old, but it was uh, middle of 2018. But I did say um, that Mason, who's in that picture, he was in elementary school in that picture. He starts high school in a month's time. It's like, oh, my gosh. Fair the bad cop. You're great feeling older, aren't you? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How how tall is he now, Gravy? Did he, did he reach your shoulders? He yet? went to the he went to the doctors because uh, he had his yearly checkup. He's like five eight now. Yeah, he's. It didn't look like he would ever he's reach five eight. Yeah, I didn't think he'd even reach five eight. To be honest, I was Graham. Like, yeah, and he means he's my height. I know he's only fourteen. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be tall. Yeah, it didn't look like. And it he can actually point. wrestle now as well. He can. I'm he's nev- been he's I'm been doing training. Win. He's been training with the high schoolers. Um, they've am, been doing over the summer uh, here they take their sports really really serious so even though we're on summer um, they train three days a week and uh, he's been going he's been going he didn't go on yesterday because he wanted to go to lacrosse practice which was fair enough and uh, he's actually had a summer camp this week so he's been getting up he's his bus arrived for summer camp at 605 so he's had to be up at 530 every week but he still went wrestling a couple of times this week so um, yeah, he's definitely a he's definitely a wrestler. Unfortunately, somebody found out on his first day. The person that said, "You know how he had to wrestle up a weight." Um, he's, he might have to. Think, well, I don't think he can do it in high school. The person who was his weight in the uh, at school, <laughs> state champion. <laughs> it's like, oh dear, that's a, that's a little unfortunate. So, but but same time, Graham, that's uh, actually a good mentor. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think that person's that old. It's not like they're a senior or anything and they're getting ready to graduate. But I was like, he's fine. He'll find people to wrestle but what, with. But that, that could also work for him, Greg, because he could learn from that. And oh, it's sure. all, about, all about absorbing knowledge all the time, Greg, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. I'm more yeah. worried now because when we next, when and the time will come, Graham, possibly next summer uh-huh. for double top, double tap, take two. He'll be 15. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should just offer it to Jackson instead. <laughs> no, no, no. He can no, this, no, no, absolutely. He can bring it. He can bring it. This is the uh, official, official challenge, Mason. Make uh-huh. me tap. Oh, Make talking of things tap. that you've uh, lost, um, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. Um, I will be going to New York next, uh, not next week, but the week after. So I will mm-hmm. be cashing in my uh, hot dogs. So. Send me the bill. Send me okay, the bill. will do. Jackson's been dying to go to Coney Island. He's actually, st- he didn't used to like hot dogs, but he's just started in the last couple of weeks. He decided he likes hot dogs now. So. Oh, now he likes them. So it'll be, worst case Convenient. scenario, it'll be one for me, one for Mason, and then we'll split Jackson's if he decides he doesn't like it. Convenient that now he likes hot dogs. Or something. That's where he goes. All right, should we do those fan cop moments? Let's do this. 
All right, let's start off with... Oh, my phone just switched. That wasn't very helpful. Uh, Dan Griffin at Dan Griffin 21 Awkward cop moment. I haven't watched any current wrestling. Uh, this is very relatable when I first saw this. <laughs> I only just started watching wrestling uh, kind of today and a little bit last night. Uh, good cop moment. I watched a match on 2000 Thunder where Terry Funk and Chris Candido fought in a stable and both got kicked by a horse. Best match ever. Uh, I quite like to see two wrestlers get kicked by a horse. I don't think you could stage that particularly. And bad cop moment. People continually insist in WCW 2000 is bad. It's not. Um, I've always said I enjoyed, I really enjoyed watching WCW when I first moved to the States in 2000. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly would not be on that side. There are bad bits. Oh, for sure. sure. When it, obviously, when it's bad, it's really bad. Like sure. if they say the same thing about the current product for both uh-huh. WWE and AEW, uh-huh. if something's bad, it's very bad. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm gonna go to his, to his tag partner, UTG Rob Graham. Okay. Good cop moment. The rumor that Raw is moving to a TV 14 rating. I think universally both people are pleased about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad cop moment. Great Carly accused of slapping a toll booth worker. I saw this. Wow, I did I not saw see that. This. I was shocked. I saw this great Carly. Hall of Famer, great Carly, as mm-hmm. well, for that matter. Um, WTF cop moment. Vince McMahon let you paid now up to 12 million on his NDA. Again, can't only speculate. Um, this is the tip of the iceberg. Um, I do get a feeling that we're going to hear more of this to come. This is why I think this TV 14 rating is happening, Graham. I think this is Stephanie's doing. Oh, you do? I think Stephanie's got her feet under the table. I don't think she's there temporarily now, Graham. I think she's going to be here for long haul with where he's going. Hmm. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, she wants to bring her own kids in and put them in storylines. I don't know how old her kids are. Um, I do. I think they had their first child in 2000 and 2006. Oh, it's, it's probably a little, too, a little too young then right now. Okay. Uh, was that about, six, about 16 years old, Graham? So, Stephanie was probably in, Stephanie was in her 20s when she started appearing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's not far away, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I'll go with high five, Tom. Good cop moment, unplugged from the Matrix. And a bad cop moment, as we are unplugged. No good or no bad cop moments this week. See everyone next week. Um, I did actually watch the, I think it's Matrix Revolutions this week. Um, I, I had a lazy week. While the boys were at summer camp, I was catching up on shows, catching up on films. I hated the third film in the Matrix series, but I really enjoyed the fourth one. I thought it was really good. Eight out of ten, which is really high for me. Revolutions, Graham. Did I get the wrong sure. name? I appreciate the third film. Whatever the fourth one is, then. I haven't seen it. No interest in seeing it either. I thought it was good. I liked it. Johnny Reeves, Graham. Um, he's very good in Cyberpunk, Graham, but it's a, game, it's a video game not like that. Keanu Reeves is a definite good cop moment as a person and as an actor. <sighs> he, is, he is quite a handsome man as well. Uh, at BFRJCB, another <laughs> handsome man. Uh, good cop moment. Uh, great weekend of wrestling hosted by TJPW and Stardom. Absolutely. We heard about Stardom uh, being involved with um, New Japan as well. That's fantastic news, of course. Uh, bad cop moment, roll me away from its PG rating. Um, mm. Bad cop for him. The rating isn't the problem. How Vince book matches is, and changing the rating won't change that. No, the way things are going, he's gonna he's gonna have um, he's gonna have some 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 fantastic new metal bracelets soon, and um, <laughs> and there'll be another person running creative. So that so that that may change things on that side of thing, JCB. And as I said, I said earlier, good cop. 
TV 14 gives them a chance to actually do some slightly more riskier things at different times. He hasn't done anything illegal, I don't think, has he? Hmm. I think he's done things that I are think, morally think, questionable, but I don't think he's done it, anything illegal. When it comes to... If it's... Obviously, this is all... I've got, I've got to say, for, for the benefit of the lawyers, Graham, that this is all allegedly, okay? okay. If he has allegedly, um, given someone a pay rise because of what she's done for him, then that is go- that is breaking the financial code of the company, Graham, and that is breaking laws. But they, they could get you fired from the company, but I won't think it'd get you fired from... I don't want to put you that in would jail. Get fin- that would get... Well, it, I'm saying it could, Graham. It, I don't uh, know all the details. I don't know all the details, Graham. I don't know. We'll have to ask our DADA when we when we talk. We about will it. have to, Graham. But at the same time, Graham, as we know, this is not the end of the story. This is this, no. is, this is just uh, the tip of the iceberg of shit mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Vince has got and has been trying to hide. The fact though is that we're not surprised, are we? Talking of no, not at all. Talking of the legal podcast, um, I did see that Micah posted um, that in Kayfabe has an episode with Ella J coming up. Very excited. Yes. That's a definite good comment. Ella J, one of our one of our best guests from last mm-hmm. year, and one of our Christmas crackers from last year. Let's back yep. recently. Yep. Uh, just then, that just in time, two one one. Best cop swerving our glory, winning the AEW Tag Team Championships, and worst cop NXT's god awful heel turn for Cora Jade. Uh, when I read this, I decided not to watch the top ten moments from NXT this week. It, 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 I did see. I actually watched the match. The match itself actually was decent, and I think Corey Jade would, would do okay as a heel. I just the way they went about it was a little bit. Mm, that's all. I mean, Corey did rock. So it'd be it'd be a good feud, I dare say. They're putting on a good feud for sure. Yeah. Hopefully Triple H has got a big vision. I'll have to find out. All right. Once again, thank you everyone for responding on short notice. We'll put out the tweet again same time next week. Good. Bad. Sisters, brothers, and binary others. Welcome to episode 201. Episode of Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling Podcast. There was advocate round. This is myself and Graham. Fired. There was advocates at each other for 20 seconds. And of course, if any of you out there believe what we're saying is the truth and not just a hot take designed to try and make the other person crack and laugh, um, take it of our DADA, Michael Pellegrini, at Dying Format and of many podcasts. So, Graham, I've got a couple for you. Do you want to go first? You've got three for me, have you? I got three, so I guess I can go first then, right? You Assuming first. you want to defend three, I don't have to do three. Oh, absolutely. I'll defend three. All right, well, let's give you the one that's Kennedy Copeland related. All right, I'd like you to defend this tweet from Kennedy Copeland from last night. Rogue One is the only good Star Wars flick. Rogue One is, as everybody knows, um, the terribly unnecessary spin-off from um, Star Wars. Um, it's... Um, I always did read for the defending ground because I haven't actually seen Rogue One, but I've heard it's not good. Oh, I thought you'd watched them all recently. I, I, haven't, seen Ro- you'd I haven't seen Rogue One, Graham, unfortunately. Oh, that is unfortunate. I haven't seen Solo either. 
It was, as you mentioned last week, that um, the one of the classic Devil's Advocates was obviously Star Wars related. When I saw that from Kennedy, I was like, oh, that's definitely getting a mention. I, um, I think I have, I had to say, Graham, in the Star, Star Wars theme, have you watched Obi-Wan Kenobi yet? Uh, I haven't, no. I haven't got around to watching that. It's I don't worth, like Disney because I can't watch it at times two or anything. It is worth your time, Graham. It okay. is worth your right. time. For Can sure. I read the full tweet? Um, Rogue One is the only good Star Wars flick anyway, and with that, I'm signing off for the night. And a few people who responded to this was, uh, dropping a grenade and uh, walking off, I appreciate it. Uh, someone said, just keep trying to be the worst. And someone says, it's my favourite. These takes are slowly undoing the damage done by your shit takes on pizza. <laughs> so I kind of, that was uh, kind of where that came back from. All right, yeah, what's for me, Matt? Uh, first one for you, Graham, is <clears throat> I couldn't care less if Sasha Banks wrestled again. She was the most overrated wrestler on the whole WWE roster. Oh, I, I couldn't care where she goes. She can go to AW, Impact, never wrestling. It doesn't make any difference at all. She just has hissy fits all the time. Like the boss, come on, show some boss qualities. You're acting more like a toddler. Every time something doesn't quite go your way, you take your toys and you run off. So you didn't get to match that you thought you were going to do. So what? This card subject to change. That happens in wrestling. Grow up a little bit. Jeez, you're 30. She was apparently asking for $30,000 in appearance. She's apparently signing for something this weekend, I saw. She's at some uh, card signing event or something. No, perhaps not card signing, but she's at some event, uh, some fan fest type thing. San Diego Camera Con, which is oh, happening this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> some comic, some some signing event. San Diego Camera Con, the biggest one in the whole world. <laughs> where weekend. is And where is that located? San Diego, California. It's not that one then, because this really? is New York. I'm pretty sure this was New York. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. I would New like York. to say for the record, I know it's, we, we already explained the rules for DA, but I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. I would be good if she never wrestled again. <laughs> he was on the first show that I ever saw, and I, was, I had no idea who she was. And I was like, wow, she's really good. She, so. oh, fair, she, she is a very talented wrestler, Graham, for sure. Uh-huh. And it was designed to, to piss you off. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to... This one's a little long, Matt, so I apologize. Uh, Nish guy, listen up. This will be relevant for you as well. Um, for the sake of... Tra- this is a tweet I'm going to read you straight away, okay? Uh, but that's not what I'm asking you to defend, but I need you to hear the tweet first. Okay. For the sake of transparency, moving at Wrestling Open to the Palladium, this is in Worcester, on 48 hours notice has put us over budget for tomorrow night. of the gate goes to the wrestlers, but if you'd like to help us offset some expenses, please buy a shirt from at shop IWTV. The thing that I would like you to defend, though, is that uh, Beyond Wrestling should just take the same policy that Adam Sheff or whatever the heck that guy's name is did last week, which you talked about in Nottingham. Oh, absolutely. When it comes down to it, uh, you should just, like, just book the biggest arena you can in the first place. And just if you don't fill it, don't turn up, don't refund it sort of thing. Who gives a fuck? Fans aren't important. Money is what's important in the day. In the day, everyone who's going to the event, they'll be their money going in there. We give you money. No product beyond everything. Keep the money. I was out of space for good cop moments, but it was good that they managed to still put on the event. They still managed to get the wrestlers their pay. Uh, they took a bit of a hit, but hey, good on Beyond Wrestling. I like Beyond Wrestling. I've been really bad at watching the wrestling open, though. I, I have to admit, I used to be really good at watching um, Undiscovered Territory. I'm just not getting into watching wrestling live Thursday nights for some reason, but hey, it's the way it goes. Too much wrestling out there. <laughs> you have to watch it when you can. So, All right, you got one more for me? 
Mm, yeah. Um, and I think again, this would be the perfect one to uh to finish on. Um <clears throat> this one's for you, buddy. <clears throat> that that wasn't for you, that was for another buddy. My coalition brother, Michael was right. At what? I have no idea what you're talking about. You saying Bolt would not be faster. Oh, okay. Um, I got to defend that. Okay, well, obviously, Joey Chestnut, as Micah said, has won 15 titles. Nobody even comes close to that. You saying Bolt, he only won like three Olympic titles. Three, 15, even that, you know, 15 is greater than three. So obviously, he's the supreme athlete. He'd win easily. You've got to be way more specific about that. He also said that he uh, enjoyed. uh, deliberately talking during our five second gap so so it makes editing more difficult uh, he yeah. said quite a few things some of the stuff might have got edited out as well so i'm not sh- quite sure what you actually heard in the end oh i, I heard i heard that um he, uh, he understands why i get so wound up with you all the time graham <laughs> and absolutely um, and uh my coach and brother and who's also our da da uh absolutely buddy absolutely um, Chad, he actually said that if Chad, if Chad, if uh, Chad agreed with it, then he'd be able to. Chad backed me up one hundred percent. So, sorry, Micah, that, that makes no sense at all. Like he thinks that Usain Bolt, because I asked him how long do you think it'll take to run two hundred meters, and he's like, well, he's getting old, so thirty seconds. Like, no way, no way do you go from nineteen seconds to thirty seconds um, in the eighties. He's not lost that much shape, clearly. So, and it's only one hot dog. Like that's not even comparable. The time it takes to eat one hot dog is not the same time it takes to run a 200-meter race. So they clearly give Usain Bolt the edge for that one. So if it would have been several hot dogs, then I think that would have made a bit quick. But yeah, he's not even close. He's way off. That was one of his worst takes ever. I am. As someone who's well known for taking bad takes, Graham, um, you all know Joey Chestnut is actually in, some, is actually in pretty good shape, Graham. How he is? Yeah, his current height is six foot tall. Okay. Obviously, that's... Great that, shape. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And his weight, Graham, is 225 pounds. Okay. That's average weight. That's quite average weight, I think. And it he's, is. Got some muscle, he's got some muscle on him, Graham, as well, to be fair. I think that okay. Micah may be onto something here. I think that you're just trying to wind me up at this point. But um, an average person does not get within 10 seconds of an Olympic athlete. And I don't think that it would take Usain Bolt 10 seconds longer to eat a hot dog than it would for Joey Chestnut. Well, who would win a 200-meter sprint? Brock Lesnar or Usain Bolt? Obviously, Usain Bolt. In current, in currently or not? Yeah. Obviously. You are, you are aware, Graham, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this to... Yeah, do you have any understanding aware. of how athletics works at all? Like, you I know, do. I'm talking about Usain Bolt, the three-time Olympic champion, right? I'm and saying you, three times. I'm not even sure that's true. And you are a world about, record holder in the 100 meters and 200 meters. I'm not talking you, about Usain Bolt, who lives down the road at you from you in Colchester. And you are, oh, well, it's 50 miles away. So that's not quite down the road, Graham. It's not America. Okay. No, Graham. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar, okay, who who is a guy who ripped his groin, okay? okay. He ripped his groin. Um, after crashing his motorcycle, turned up for training with the um, with um, oh, I forget which uh, Minnesota um, Vikings. In, yeah, thank you. In two thousand and four, I should have said the, the Twins, which is the baseball team, just to see if you'd agreed with me. R- rocked up for preseason for preseason with um, Timberwolves. No, with with. Bruising right the way up there, broke 
He'd broken ribs. He had fractured bones all the way up his body, dropped up, and ran the 100-yard dash in Olympic qualifying time. And that's not... And if you want a proof of that, Paul Heyman did said that in a shoot. Graham, not, not like not on TV or anything. He did that. He was he did that. He mentioned that all in a uh, in a QA. It's out there on the inside of the ropes. It's a it's a fantastic watch. Find, Graham, find that find a video of him running that race for me. I'll, I'll watch that. Would you well I I would if I could Graham, I would happily find that for you. I'm not entirely sure it's footage of that from the Nowadays, no problem. You'd be, you'd be, you'd be happily showing that around. Probably. I'm but, calling um, BS on that story. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. There's a Facebook page I followed. All the things that didn't happen, this happened. The dentist or something. Um, I should send I, that story into them. I would. Uh, I would like you. To, I would like you to send the Paul Heyman's face, Craig. That's, that's BS. That is total BS. He did not do that in Olympic qualifying with all those injuries you just described. No way. No way. He, well, Paul Heyman says so. I'm not going to argue Paul Heyman because I am scared of Paul Heyman. Okay, he can sue me. Fair enough. All right, I got a third one for you then, if you want the last one. Go on, then. Why not? Still a thunder. All right. I was going to combine this with um, the fact that um, I think Chelsea Green kissed uh, Mickey James this week on Impact, but I, did, I, did, I was looking for a similar instance of kisses within wrestling. But anyway, I decided just to go with this. The bombshell and the chairman storyline featuring Trish and Vince, Vince just gets more wholesome each and every week. Think about it, Graham. Trish Stratus and Vince McMahon from 2001, Graham. Late 2001. It's amazing to see. We, we started about that, that, the kissing scene that happened inside the private sanitarium to, to the scene where she's actually, where he's actually mopping the ring up with her head. It's glorious. It was... <laughs> It was going to be on the lines of if I wanted to see kissing in wrestling, I would go with something wholesome like Trish Stratus and Vince McMahon. I, I was, but then I was like, nah, it, just because of the Vince story, I don't even need that angle. I can just go with, yeah. It's an obvious one. For <laughs> I've got balls the size of grapefruits. I, there was possible devil's advocates with that as well, like um, TV fourteen, just so we can have storylines like that brought back. And uh, yeah, there's like there was a. I was not short for devils. <laughs> Sometimes it's like I have nothing. Uh, I had too many. I, I was struggling today. Uh huh. It's the way it goes. It depends what you depends what you see online. Sometimes and uh, what wrestling you happen to watch. Sometimes things really spring does. out more than others. Right, time for us to go, guys. We'll be back next week. On... What the heck was that? <laughs> oh, someone just drove past my past the flat cram, unfortunately. It's a bit warm with <laughs> the windows open. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be back next week's episode 202. Uh, Graham, shall we get out of here? Boom. We're out of here. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.